Leaping forward bionically. Truck Jules. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Geek Down. I am Pat B. In the house today, we have none other than Amanda. Hey, what's up? And Shayna. And we are about to bring you the most awesome, spectacular, brilliant, badass, okay, hyperbole aside, it's going to be a good show, I promise you. Alright, today we are talking about Warlord of Mars Attacks. So we'll see how this actually plays out, it's in comic form, and then, dude, we are talking about Beats, the new movie starring Anthony Anderson, uh, it's a Netflix movie, and dude, this was deep, especially if you're a hip-hop fan, um, I think you may dig it, and maybe you won't, we'll give our impressions in just a little bit after that following Man, do you have a special report on? Uh, <laughs> Blood Will Be Spilled, a Steam game. Yeah, I know, I kind of buried the lead, didn't I? We are talking about Stranger Things Season 3. Alright, so now the kids are a little older, you know, time has passed in Hawkins. How have the kids managed? What's the new mystery popping up? Is Billy still a dick? We'll find out in just a little bit. Um, but I'm going to jump into um, Warlord of Mars real quick. This is the story of uh, John Carter and, you know, Dejah Thoris, the whole society, being onslaughted by Mars. And not like their Mars specifically, but like the beings that inhabit Mars that we know from the Mars Attacks universe. It's a more um, 1950s schlock, pseudo-sci-fi horror, Earth is completely effed type setup. I loved that movie uh, from the 90s and those types of like old school Everything's made of like aluminum foil and streamers, <laughs> sci-fi, uh, and bringing that into the John Carter universe, which is more like serious. I mean, kind of a pastiche of itself because everything's like, well, I really must save the princess of the future because all of humanity and human um, humanoid kind de 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 uh, depends on this, but they're dead freaking serious. So uh -huh. it's just even more goofy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I uh, love. I love things that are ridiculous but take themselves seriously. That's why you're I, on the show. Well, yeah. That's um, why you tolerate me. Mm. I appreciate it. Thank like, you. There's a there's an anime like that that I love. It is super goofy. Um, it's called Hit Whip. It's also called Kaiju. Kaiju. About a game where girls play on these floating platforms that knock each other off with either their hips, butt, or boobs. I've seen this. Yeah. Yes. But I love that. There's show. like a dead or alive <laughs> mini game where you bump people off of platforms yeah, on pools like, with like, your butt. Yeah, that's awesome. I, but I, I, I feel like it's yo, very underappreciated. The characters take it so minute. seriously, though. Like, they're so earnest and so serious. It's like, about, I have to go like, train. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, there's a training montage that oh, involves pulling turnips up by your hips. Like, it is like, but it's super serious. And she's like, I gotta get it. I gotta make it so I can be the number one person. So I can save, so I can save my family from de from destitution. And it's just like, oh my God. Like, they're so, so serious. Like, you, you feel for them because you're just like oh they really mean this yeah. they mean this hard all right so as someone who hasn't actually seen this how are they training uh the boobs and the butts and, and please talk slow <laughs> i mean like i said before there was this whole thing when chick had to pull up turnips using her hips without yes. tearing them like no it's a fun show like i like stories right, where so they take it super seriously even if it's silly it's a, con a conglomeration of these two universes, the uh, if anyone remembers Mars Attacks, which uh, I remember Mars Attacks from that um, 90s movie. Yeah, the, the um, Tim Burton movie. Yeah, it had, is like, legit everyone, Michael one of his J. weirder Fox. movies. I mean, it's Tim But it's great. Why does Jack Nicholson play two different people in that? Jack Nicholson plays both the president and this sleazy, um, like, 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 land investor oil guy. Hmm. This, this rich uh, cowboy hat wearing. Uh, ultra, it was, ultra too, it was like 10 years person. too early for the present you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like this well, movie was trying to tell us something. Uh, they weren't even trying to say a lot of things. It was just hard to understand. Wait, we, weren't, like, we weren't ready then, and now we are think, doomed to live it. Yeah, no, I think it was like, it's one of those movies that's like um, Demolition Man. Everybody wasn't on board or got it when it came out. Oh, and now wow. we're like, it, it has a cult damn, following now, though. Right. So this movie by this great uh, soothsayer, Tim Burton, uh, <laughs> that really had um, the, the captured the feel of these 1950s, 1960s uh, schlock horror movies where, I mean, they weren't intended to be schlock back then, I don't think. They were just like really crappy production values. But mm -hmm. folks wanted to make, you know, these really out there sci-fi frightening films about like, oh, the the being that's only one finger in oh, the no, blob like, creature like that's the coming to get you. I like the teenagers from outer space. You know? Wasn't that Ninja Turtles though? No, it was the teenagers kill a, from outer space. Kill a oh. tomatoes. Let's just roll some fake tomatoes, tomatoes down, down the road. Like <laughs> hey, it was effective. We got a badass theme song. 
This version from the cartoon show is the best though. I agree. Concur. That's where the song came from, I think. Uh, well, yeah, stuff like Little Shop of Horrors came out of this era, you know, stuff yeah, like the original right. with Jack Nicholson in it. <laughs> All right, brought it back. Nice tie, nice yeah. tie in. <laughs> uh, but the now, but in Mars Attacks, we get these brain creatures who were never really given proper names. In this, they are given proper names, or at least they're given names by um, by the Martians. And of they John even Carter's. actually bothered to translate some of their dialogue, which was weird to me because I'm used to I'm used to just hear ah ah. It all sounds exactly the same. Now they've got like conjugated sentences and stuff. Is you know what? I, did I leave the refrigerator? Like, no, no, no. I loved it. It was so dramatic what he actually said. He was like, "Oh no, it is John Carter, the killer of our people. Kill him!" Like, okay. Yeah, the most natural dialogue. And it's like, like yes, that's what, what, and it's translated to, "I'm having existential like. crisis." <laughs> Like, it's our, it's our terrible enemy. We must avenge our people. Like, these are the things coming out their mouths. Really? Okay. Like, sure. yak, 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 what have I done with my life? Like, face down, ass up. Why is he saying that on the battlefield? Because since there's no actual, like, emotional in inflection right. for those characters, it makes it actually kind of, it makes it funnier. Funnier. Yeah. Well, because the thing is, they have no facial features. They're just like that skeletal. Yeah, that that teepy, right. you know, yeah. like bright-eyed thing. I'd like to think, too. It always made them look like really menacing, but I'd like to see like that's them in like oh they're feeling deep emotion, sadness. Always. They're they're happy and ecstatic at seeing their children or their new puppy. Feeling kind of cute. Have to defend our people they're... later. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, might 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 soul supermodels head on a dog. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, uh, okay. Well, we've we've said nothing about what this is actually about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, this is the but story. But don't you want to watch? But don't you want to read it? Now? I'm. I actually kind of want to now. You guys have brought brought this nuance that I was not ready to tap into today. Well, you know what? You know what's wild? I think we may have oversold it actually. Right, well, I, I, I read this thinking like, oh, it's gonna be like a badass battle and stuff. But nothing no, really, really happens. Not, not a damn thing. It's all set up with no real story because this is clearly the introduction chapter. Mm, I was really hoping for was an intro to what would be a really promising story where they would show like what That's makes what John Carter cool and they would really show uh, why the alien why the Martians from Mars attacks were like such a huge threat and all we got was a lot of dialogue implying that these people know this and they're feared of the, the aliens the moon they're, heads they're you know really no, impressed with John Carter and yo it, it was lackluster that's the problem it was lackluster because they didn't use the Martians to their full effect there was a couple of comedy moments but that was mostly in them going please tell my wife I love her my dearest Clara I'm sorry it's, you know stuff like that I am on the battle lines preparing to fight John Carter <laughs> yeah that's, show enough <laughs> to call it, tell my comrades to avenge me if I die upon the battlefield. Neil was like, I, I shall not return on the morning. Dap. <laughs> alien dap. But it's not enough to carry this for me. You know, I, I got to give it a thumbs down myself, which is unfortunate because I would do. Like, Mars attacks the, to bring the it back. premise yes. sounds super interesting, and I, I have a feeling the next one would be better. At mm -hmm. least I hope. Like, I need more story to have a real opinion on it, I think is my... It didn't give me enough. But wasn't enough, though, on a scale. Yeah, it's not, not enough, enough to, to invest me like that. Um, it's out right now if you want to check it out. This will be an ongoing series, at least for a little bit. But honestly, we got to give it two thumbs down. Unfortunately, hopefully it'll pick up and we might do a revisit. All right, so Wool of Mars, dude. <sighs> Just ain't making the grade. But what will, hopefully, is Beats on Netflix. Because I'm a big hip-hop fan. I want to talk. No, about really, this for a while. really. I don't know why you say that. <laughs> uh, no, no, for real. Um, I was really excited to talk about this, and the movie actually came out a few weeks ago. The story of this young kid who suffers a traumatic event and develops PTSD, uh, triggered agoraphobia. He becomes a cat who can't really like leave the house. Mm -hmm. And he's also an up-and-coming producer, just like his sister uh, was up-and-coming producer. He's got influences in his life, but now this is, like, really hindering. At the same time, a dude who was big in the producing world, and my, let me know if I, you know, get anywhere away from what the story is actually about, but was a big producer, is now falling deep in the ranks, partly due to circumstances, partly due to his own 
dumbness yep yeah. uh, is now a uh, security guard at this young man's school and circumstances end up bringing them together and now he wants to inspire this young man who's for more for lack of a better way to say it, just afraid of the world to come out and possibly be the next big thing in hip-hop dude this story kind of spoke to me man as someone who at one point in life actually tried to you know be a uh, professional in hip-hop like this was my chosen career a while ago. this story touched me man how did y'all come to experience beats so i i definitely felt weight within the first eight minutes because they, oh, yeah. they they set you up like oh no we want you to realize just how hard this is mm. and we want you to realize how quick the struggle will infect your life uh. like I knew from from the first five minutes, I'm like, oh no, trauma's coming, trauma's coming. Okay, bracing for impact, here it goes, bam, <laughs> right? It, and then all of a sudden, cue to black, sunshine, right. bluebirds. Oh. Like, we, we got Bambi. They gave you the Bambi? We got yeah, Bambi. They gave, they gave me the Bambi. And, um, and I really kind of liked that, you know, you had your your A storyline of the main kid, August, who is is the kid who suffers the the, the uh, PTSD after watching his sister get literally gunned in the head. Yeah, when he gets... All she was doing was bringing him home for dinner. Like, she wasn't running the game. She didn't have no duffel bags. Like, she was yeah. just like, come home because mom made grilled cheese. And like... They're just having a nice bonding moment with some beats, and this dude in blue, who I'm so mad that they didn't even give this man a name. Like, I don't like know. he was just yeah, boy in blue just with a gun. It was a chosen killer. It was you know like random thug number four. Right from the like, dark, so you didn't even you barely saw, saw him. Saw I mean, and that's part of his trauma. It's like it went right survivor's guilt. Yeah, mm. but he the simple fact he was like it just went right through her, and all I heard was this sizzle. Because like it literally just right through her and then stung him. Like he talks about it at one point uh, to Anthony Anderson, who is uh, Romello, who is the fallen down producer who's trying to get back to where he was. And he's living in his own glory days because, you know, he was a top cat. But you realize sometimes when you get to the top, you don't do it in the most earnest way. Mm -hmm. And he's battling how he handled it the last time and wanting to do right, but maybe not necessarily doing that mm -hmm. and then realizing and seeing the error of his ways and trying to correct it a little too late but he does he does make the he does make the the switch which is really nice and endearing but now you were making a good point too because yeah he is portrayed actually really well and by anthony anderson as a good actor, uh, though. and he's the executive producer for this movie yeah and i will say that like all the all the acting performances were good like everybody brought their A-game, and I appreciated it. I mean, and you put Yuzo Adubo in anything, oh, and she's such she a just actress. radiates and shines. The dude play August, August, and the girl play Nyla, I think I would definitely probably Yeah, see I think we'll again. see them. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely I, 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 think we'll actually, see them. Actually, the dude that played August was, um, he was in uh, Cobra Kai. Uh, one of the, he's one of the cats who joined uh, in season two in Cobra Kai when there was the rival studios. There was a couple of dudes who joined Johnny's Cobra Kai and then saw like um, um, John Kreese's influence on m making them back into the Cobra, the original Cobra Kai style of just you know we're karate assholes that they used to have. <laughs> I mean, how else are you gonna say? It's like do you want to be a butthole and do you want to know karate? Come down to my dojo. Yeah. So a couple of them saw that, no, they're just teaching us to be bullies. I didn't want this. I just wanted to learn, you know, some moves to defend myself. So they end up leaving to join um, Daniel LaRusso's Miyagi-Do karate. He was one of those kids that left uh, Cobra Kai, that left, uh, Cobra Kai for Miyagi-Do. Okay. Yeah, so I've okay. seen his face before, and I'm like, See? yeah, I've okay. More stuff. I've seen, I've seen but him Cobra Kai more. is a, a Netflix exclusive, right? So no, no, it's a YouTube. YouTube exclusive. Oh, all right. I was about yeah. to say, I'm so like, I thought Netflix, Netflix was going to just start weeding in, like, Disney have their own type of oh. casting and actors and slowly cultivate I, them up. I mean, what kind like, of gang war are you, are you painting here? Where it's like, like, think about it. Hulu just... Netflix is coming for movies, so, like, why not? No, I'm not disagreeing with you. Smith is from a Netflix original now he's doing pretty good out there who's that now is that Justice detective Pink detective Pink pikachu the, the, the main character oh yeah yeah he was in um oh he was in he was in, he was in dope <laughs> no he wasn't he wasn't it wasn't it dope no what was it fresh no was it chill <laughs> was it freeze was it, was it hot in the streets <laughs> <laughs> to get 
down. He was in the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And August is kind of trapped within his own his own guilt over because he feels he feels that he's responsible for what happened to his yeah. his sister. Well, definitely. You know, and his mother, who is just trying to protect him, also she's kind also of super traumatized. Yes. Like she doesn't like she, she kinda in some ways appreciates his agoraphobia because it means it, he can't uh, be outside, which means he can't in her eyes, he can't get shot. He right. can't get shot if he's not outside. Like the sad thing that like I think one of her lines is like he just has to make it to his 18th birthday and I'm like does he become invincible at 18 like I don't understand before but again the acting was really good so it kept me engaged and it was compelling mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad just, that we didn't get like a cookie just so cutter I'm just so tired of folks getting shot I was just glad that we didn't get like a cookie cutter you know I've I've got this trauma. I overcome this drama yeah. I succeed in the end oh, yeah, like I like that it was like you know what it's it PTSD and trauma is an ongoing thing and like literally every time it looked like something super good was gonna happen that realness had to come in and be like actually by the way yeah i wish the soundtrack had been um a little more um i don't know it felt a little more complete and i mean i'm i'm still gonna give it a thumbs up but with those caveats because like it could have been so much stronger it's like they were on the cusp the whole time maybe it was a budgetary problem i don't know but that's what's keeping me keep me from being like enthusiastic just like nah it's a good this is like one of the best examples of like a hood movie yeah. you know to right. me and it could have been like more, a but good, that's still what it is it's like a good hood movie cause you know it's like low I mean, budget it been worse. hood movies that aren't that good yeah. but you know you knew everybody would watch it because they're there wasn't anything else on. Well, hey, but you know, but this it, is every a bad, now and then that, like can, that can the still be a gem. Good yeah. movie. I still watch Rebound, The Legend of Earl the Goat Manigault. Before that. <laughs> you know, Don Cheadle. I mean, I I'm gonna give Beats a thumbs up because one, I liked representation. We mm-hmm. got we got a nice taste of that, mm-hmm. and whether that brokered uncomfortable conversations or not, I'm kind of glad that it kind of opened that channel. Mm-hmm. I like seeing them look at music not only as a you know a way to get out of a bad situation, but you could see the creative process of him using music to kind of get himself through his own trauma mm. like it was a way for him to still kind of connect to his sister and he even has that moment where he is debating whether or not he does it for him or if he's doing it to be connected to her mm. like there was a lot of internal moments that i really appreciated seeing in this film because they easily could have glossed over all of that mm. but they decided to give that it's it's place to shine which i appreciated um but yeah there were some there were some places that it was definitely um lighter in direction that I, they could have done a little bit more with, but definitely something I would tell people that they could definitely watch. Like, go out there and watch it. Like, I don't think it, I think it was the runtime's an hour and 50. Yeah, I think. yeah it's, it's, it, it it's shorter been, than I thought it'd be. It, there could have been a couple more. You could have thrown in like a good 20 more minutes, like, and that would have been, that might have been su- helpful. A Sunday I, afternoon, you at home, not really doing anything, but like, you want, you want to hear some good beats and mm-hmm. like kind of have a moment to yourself. I would recommend watching beats, so I'm going to give it a thumbs up. All right. I will also give it a thumbs up if if not for anything that the acting was really good and even if some of the writing felt a little short for the story but it's still a good story and they did their gosh darn just with it and I, I appreciate that. A lot of effort and went in and you there, can feel and so it. many young black actors have been employed so again I applaud that too Yay! so I'll give you a thumbs up. Yeah. Alright solid. So the movie is Beats. It's on Netflix right now, starring Anthony Anderson, and apparently uh, just managed to eat food with some thumbs up all around. Yeah, all right. I found it enjoyable. This this team should do another movie and see what they get. Word up! Hopefully yeah. this time without black folks dying as a plot device. Oh, man, I, <laughs> like legit though, like I get what you know issues in you know certain urban areas and yo, but man, I'm not tired of watching black folks get shot. I mean, yeah. you know. <laughs> And there are other people who are living in that neighborhood. Could we have seen somebody else get shot? Like, equal opportunity shooting for all? Like, it's like, just, like yeah, poor neighborhoods aren't only black people. Right. <laughs> like, I'm sure the, I'm, I know the numbers are shifted, but, like, we ain't the only ones there. The vast majority of poor people in this country are not black. So, it's, hey, like... Tune in next week for the Geek Down, where we cover something a little more uh, upbeat. Fruitvale Station. No, oh my god! I, I know. <laughs> oh my goodness! Right. Oh my goodness! He goes to. It's like he's like. It's like we said we were upset by Bambi, and he said, "Then let's watch Green Mile." <laughs> no, let's watch Watership Down. Hey, yeah. No, I still can't hey, watch this, Green this, Mile. I, this, I watched this, it this once. Fluffy and I can't animals. Do it again. It it's it's bunnies. It was 
you know, you know what really got me about Green Mile? It wasn't even when they when they killed uh, when they killed John. It was when um, we saw the vindictiveness of uh, Sam um, Rockwell's character. Oh, when, when he, he didn't the put mouse? the sponge. No, oh well, no, the yeah. sponge. Thing. When he didn't put the sponge on, oh, dude. Oh yeah. So it's just. Yeah. <sighs> but now when he killed the mouse, that was so hurt my feelings. I was thinking about what. what are, yeah, yeah. I, I learned. I learned I was about like, Mr. Squeakers. Why? <laughs> I don't even know if the mouse was saying Mr. Squeakers. I'm assuming that's that's what you named him. Yeah. Give him a name and a backstory. Uh, no, I was about to I was about to share another story with y'all, but I don't want to bring y'all down anymore. Um, so I'm gonna kick it now. Yeah. All right, so now to bring it up, actually pick it up a little bit. I mean, a, li- a little bit. Can we geek yeah. up and set up down? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and now I'm gonna kick it over to Amanda because you got to play Blood in Blood Out. <laughs> I got I got to play Blood Will Be Spilled. My bad, my bad. Tell blood us all about There Will Be Blood. I mean, I guess, in a way, it's the same. I mean, it's got blood <laughs> it's... in it. it. It got spilled. Blood to blood. It Lots of blood happening. It comes out. Uh, so it, it's, a, it's a game available on Steam. Um, it is a spaghetti western platformer with tactical uh, shooting. I'm sorry. If, if those are the parameters, I'm going to need to deliver this in a southern accent. In a Western accent. Yeah, it's. Uh, All right, Varma, let's see what I she feel got. Like you're getting, yeah, I feel like you you make it crazy when you. True, add true spaghetti, spaghetti western. western. Yeah. Um, you play, and it's really funny because this whole spaghetti western is is taking place in a universe where all of the people are insects, and you play Jack, and you are a mosquito bounty hunter. Um, you wear this scarf over your face, you know, and you you walk on all of your legs. And the walk cycles are a little weird. I I don't not sure if I care for them or not. And it might just because they're bugs and bugs no, don't move the way. Fault. Human... They got rickets. They've been riding horses all day. <laughs> Actually, no, right. none of them ride. No, none sorry, of them ride sorry, they've been riding horseshoe flies all day. Because they're because they're all insects. And I mean, you've got your land insects and you got your winged in- insects. So like, there's a class system a little bit, and uh-huh. you could kind of tell like you know little like spit and uh this is gonna sound really insensitive and i don't think this is how they meant it but like you've got your mexican flies like as your like mercenaries and like your banditos and 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 they're doing all this bad stuff and and jack is just trying to make a living and he's been on the trail of this guy named um uh i think it's shorty and he's been on this guy's trail for five years and he's just like i gotta whiff of where he's at i gotta go get him and he, he finds him, like, hiding on this mountain, and he's all like, I've been running for too long, Jack. Like, I know I did some bad stuff, but I'm done now. Wait, like, is that how he says it? I've been running for too long, Jack. Yeah, and he's drunk, <laughs> and he's like this drunk <laughs> boy. <laughs> and he's like, you're not going to take me. I've already done my penance. It's over. And you have to, like, chase him share, down. Share a dung. And he, <laughs> actually, I haven't, I haven't met any dung beetles yet, but I'm sure I'll find some in this game. <laughs> I mean, there has to be, because there's but, so uh, many jokes. There's so many. Um, I sucked the last sugar cube. And you, <laughs> sugar has not played into this yet. Oh, I'm yeah. surprised. Missed I'm surprised. I mean, I'm only about. I want to say I'm about six hours in. Okay. Um, because tactical shooters are not are not my thing. As I've as I've stated before, I'm usually a I kick a door down, I spray the whole area, and if anything's still that's, kicking no, that, after that, 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 that's what it sounds like. That's your tactic. Yes, but Boom. this is more. <laughs> but this is more. You know, Wrong bullet door. management taking aim, like, really lining up your shots and pacing yourself through. I actually, well, I used to be good at that kind of thing. I used to be one of those, like, skill on fighters and on Fable. Okay. Alrighty. (laughs) But yeah, so, but anyway, Jack meets up with Shorty. Shorty does his big, you know, you're not gonna take me live, and like, you chase him, but he ends up falling off the side of this, you know, um, this cliff and he dies. And Jack ends up in this town where he finds out that Shorty has been contracted by this mysterious M, who I have now found out is this, is this insect, insect named Marshall. I think he's a moth. I don't know. I haven't seen him. I'm just guessing. Oh, I was about to ask, does M stand I, for something like moth? I, I think he's going to be a moth. I think he is. I don't know. But, Wait, they kept the mystery. But Marshall, Marshall's been contracting all of these bad insects to help him with this grand scheme. And all of these really bad midi boss types are the bounties that Jack can take on and, you know, get better weapons, you know, and, and you don't have to kill everybody. Like, the bounty is dead or alive, so you mm. can kill them or you can spare them. And, and you I do mean, get your option of taking the jobs then. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, in order to move the story, because the, the story is still very much, it's very linear. 
So, like, in order to go to the next, you have to complete all the bounties. Like, oh, it's not okay. open world. I thought, I thought, I thought it was like you've got your main mission where it's like you know Jack collects clues and these, but no, you can each, also do each side of these mid bosses are going to lead you up to Marshall cool and to the overarching story. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you've got the subplot that you know Jack, you are a mosquito. You have wings, or rather, you did have wings. Because oh, Marshall really? and his crew, they, 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 they messed you up. So what? you don't got wings no more. That's why you're walking everywhere. Because, like, there are people flying around and everyone's like, well, you know, they're, they're going to be making this r- railroad for, like, non-winged insects. And I'm like, but you have wings and I'm a, I'm a mosquito. I should also have wings. But he doesn't fly. And he wears, like, this red, you know, so he's on a revenge mission. Mm-hmm. You know, to so get his wings back? well, I mean, to hurt those who took his <laughs> wings. Because <laughs> it'd be funny if he could actually get them back and just slap him on. Like, uh, but and does. I mean, and like, and one of his arms, I think, um, from the way that he is animated, it looks like it is not real. And one of his feet is also so like he's been oh, he got real he got messed up. They fall on Bob Doldum. And he's and he is out for revenge. And in the main town that you sit in, like you can talk to the father at the at the the church, who's like, you know, you don't gotta kill everybody. And he's like, but I do though. Like I, and it's, it's like, such a western. Yeah. Life. Oh. Oh yeah. And the father's like, you know, it's, but it'd be like, but, be like, no, I don't have to, but, but I will. I will. <laughs> you know, and I mean, and so He's far, like all Shane. of the all the bad <laughs> mid bosses that I've fought so far all have British accents. However, Jack has a very do. American one, and I'm like, oh, so yes. are we in the Wild West in yes. London? <laughs> yeah, well, to be fair, I mean, <laughs> Europeans still had interest in the U.S. and money. Yeah, well, it's not a so, spaghetti western. They could all like people, speak Italian, and upper, the upper class speaking. people often sent their kids to Europe so, for school. Yeah, um, and as we learned from that uh, documentary, um, I don't know uh, what docu- name escaped me now. I don't know. I don't know what documentary you're talking yeah. about. All right, well, it, 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 was, it was that a lead- documentary that, that we that talked we about know. that yeah. one time. All right, well, it, it was a lead into how they would send kids to like uh, foreign lands when they had the money. Oh yeah. The better, the the, the more affluent ones would go to. Different I mean, that's places true. My mom would send me to like, Vermont. When essentially, she- they would go to whatever <laughs> place colonized them. Like, like the Caribbean, like a lot of them sent, like the islands that were owned by Britain or still owned by Britain. Um, Hamilton! They, <laughs> they would go, they'd send their kids to the UK and they would be educated in like London, England, places like that. Yeah, well, um, I was going to say like they'd go to France to learn cooking and stuff, but yeah, okay, we'll take it well, the oppressive yeah. route as well. Well, no, it's just because it, no, it, I, I, they probably I know, spoke I'm, the language, so it means Right. Yeah, I'm messing with you. I, I, know what you, I know what you mean. But but anyway, getting back to um, um, Blood Will Be Spilled. Um, at one point, you meet a grave digger who he's just like, and "Hey, not a dung beetle." No, he's not. He's no. I think he's. I want to say he's like a he's like a grasshopper, but he's like an old timey one, and he's just like, you know, glad that you're here because now I'm gonna have really good. I'm gonna have good business because you're right. just gonna put more people in the ground, and I get to make more gravestones, and so like, oh, then. I think there's I think there's a route where if you're far more lenient in your judgments, where you're not killing all of your bounties, mm-hmm. like the Padre will probably be more favorable to you. Whereas Makes if you're sense. just, you know, capping, capping people, the gravediggers could be like, you my boy. So the NPCs do have like There's reactions based on your action. On what I've done. Yeah. Okay, that's a um, bit more of an RPG element. It's, it's more like, um, like a fallout, you can gain reputation. In a in a way, but there's no definitive way to track which way you go. And I mean, oh, um, I actually- It's a little more intricate than I thought this was. I think the, the you have your common ground too, because there's a saloon and there's a saloon matron with some very nice tracts of land for an ant, for a flying ant. You mean actual uh, land? This is a euphemism for something. No, she's literally a flying an, an ant. I didn't okay. know there were female flying ants. I, yeah. I don't think they are, but they, No, they are flying ants. Okay. No, no, I but know they're fe- flying ants, but female. female. Those are usually male, male. ants. Oh, but, okay. That's, well, I mean, that's, how, that's how they copy, you know, yeah, but, copulate with queens. Those males get wings. They, they fly, fly in, they get out. Yeah. You should, see, now, you now, now, now you I'm visualizing it just to fly in. Yeah, that's right. Oh. And then, you know, that's, that, that's that aerial technique, girl. You take don't the, keep procreating right the thorax. Oh. Right. But but she's but she's got wings. But she's very much like um, if you've seen Westworld, she's very much like Thandy's character from Westworld. Like takes no charge, mom of the saloon. And after you get your bounties, you can talk to her, and she kind of gives you like 
because I've killed two of them now because I'm just I'm just about redemption I want to kill everything and she's just like you know he could have given you more information on on Marshall and I'm like yeah he could have but I put a bullet in him so he can't now so <laughs> like it's like yeah, could have said, said that to me before I went out to go get him like hey maybe don't kill this one but like now it's and like, I mean Okay, yeah. I'm liking this more and more though. The yeah. He's just cold blooded for like. You, you can choose how cold blooded Jack is. You oh, don't yeah, no. have everybody, to go that route. I playing, just like that. Everybody like, everybody like, everybody yeah. Dies. yeah. I mean, that's what save files are for. You can have a good one and a bad one, and how you would naturally play, and that's kind of how I play. Okay, this is just um, making me think of Fable a lot. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, so I will say that some of the mechanics and how Jack moves are odd to me. Yeah, you mentioned that. He's just, like, holding the pen. and. Well, like, he, he yeah. his his walking animation seems a little laggy. And there have been, and I don't know if this might have been just my internet. It could have just been my internet. But I did, I was coming across a lot of lag issues between when I'd line up my shot and he would take it. Mm -hmm. um, his jump, he has a really shallow jump. And I thought maybe, depending on how hard I press, it would like, because sometimes they'll do a variance on that, depending on how how hard you press your jump button to see how long they'll go. But he just has a shallow jump, which when you have a platformer that you have platforms that are disintegrating and you fall on spikes a billion times, Ooh. when you really need like a double jump, but there ain't no such thing as a double jump in this game, you're kind of like wanting to rip your hair out at 1 a.m. Not, not talking from experience, actually I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a thing you can like unlock or, or... no um so, i mean so far the only things that i've noticed that are upgradable are he'll get guns that you can upgrade mm -hmm. um there's a golden gun that you can find pieces to and that's where a, a lot of these jumpy puzzles are sorry it's called el dorado and so far i have like four of the pieces i think there are eight mm -hmm. and i think it's going to be like the master gun but the puzzles to get some of these pieces have been ridiculous and even I've been like, are you serious right now? I'm like, he doesn't jump nearly as high as I need him to to get over. What do you want me to do, game? And I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't need to be handheld a lot, but some of some of the puzzles are not super intuitive. Like, I had to stare for a while before I'm like, maybe I can get over there? Oh! I'm like, ugh. Clipping, clipping error, I was able to magically hold on to that thing that I shouldn't be able to. Oh. Like there's there's some there's some little janky bits in it, Damn. but see that sounds like bugs. I thought I thought you were gonna say this was like you ever play Bionic Commando? Bugs. No. Okay, Bionic Commando is a game. It's an old game. Um, where I mean they, they did a remaster where you could, but in the original game you couldn't jump. Okay. So a lot of it was wait was you have to find out not just it's not it's a military game you got to shoot the guys and stuff, but you also have to find out how to use this arm you have like this extending arm to get from like place to place and it's a platform okay so some of it would be you had to like connect the arm to a light fixture that looks like it's in the background but you can but actually not. interact and you can swing up there or you can push a guy off so that you know he activates a trap that'll bring up a platform or some Got stuff it. you know it, things like that i thought you were going to say the gameplay uh uses the shallow jump or the short jump in that respect you're saying no i don't i i don't know if this was something they were entertaining to do or not but mm -hmm. it's not what's available right now and I was finding myself dying more from, you know, anticipating how they wanted me to get Jack to move and not being able to, to orchestrate that off of, off of the bat. Um, and they don't give you a lot of tutorial, which I'm not necessarily mad about that, but they don't make it easy for you to see your move list either. So if you're not paying attention to when it pops up that one time on screen, you'll spend a couple of minutes going, how do I, how do I roadie run? How do I, how do I slide? How do I roll? Oh wait, now I'm dead. Okay, well, <laughs> sure. Um, uh, Jack, so, you played yourself. So some of it, some of it's not nearly as intuitive. If you play these type of tactical games, you might be more versed to how they're supposed to play. Like I said, I don't normally play these, so it's not my wheelhouse. So I'm learning it as I go. But at first, I didn't think I'd want to spend more time in it, but I do. Like I find the the setting is intriguing. I'm all about this revenge trip. I'm killing everybody. It's like everybody's, everybody's gonna die. Everybody. Everybody. everybody I mean, everybody who's cross Jack is gonna Great. die. I mean, not, I mean, not people who like didn't little, do anything. Sounds like the little old lady from Legion. How old little babies gonna die? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, initially, I was, I was walking away from this going ah this is an okay game like i could but i'm actually really intrigued to finish it so at first i was going to give it like a thumbs down but i could be swayed but i'm i'm going to give it a thumbs up 
for something that isn't normally something I would gravitate towards, I am intrigued enough to say, yeah, you know, going. and it's out there on Steam. Go, go, kill some bugs right. I, and I'm, spiders, cause they crazy. <laughs> There's a spider that I've encountered in this it game. Spider? Is it like some sort of criminal warlord? PV criminal warlord? No, she, she's literally trapped in some mines, and she's like deranged, mm-hmm. and it's like a QTE event, which. If anything, I don't think this game should have QTE, but this one was, it was crappy. Um, and you can't fight back against her either, so it's like, I can't slow her down, I can't really run, I also can't fly, what the heck. She's just gonna eat you. Right. More or less. I mean, I'm, you can get by her, but it took me like eight solid tries, and I was like, I'm doing the right things, they just weren't connecting. Mm. But you gotta, do, you gotta activate this big rolled up newspaper. You know, so it's like, I gotta get, fu- I gotta get ahead down, of her clap. enough to get to the dynamite to then shoot the dynamite. But, like I said, some of the controls are just not, they're not, int- I'm not intuitive of the control, so my my reaction is not the correct one. Mm-hmm. But if you play these type of games, you might have a better time assessing that than I do. But for something that's not in my wheelhouse, I, and I'm enjoying it, there must be something good about it. For the sequel, what they'll do is you'll have to like get on the back of one of those flying ants and then come at it from above. I kind of I, like I want there to be a worm scene. I want an homage to Doom. A worm. Doom. Oh, party worm! You nerd. <laughs> but yeah, thumbs up. Blood right. will be spilled. Go go check it out on Steam. All right, cool. The game is Bloodsport. No, it's <laughs> Blood will be spilled. Right. I think it's it, I think it's supposed to be like a tongue in cheek kind of like there will be blood, kind mm. of. But not necessarily because that movie had nothing to do with spaghetti westerns. Will be spilled. Yeah, but well, there's a bonus level where where you like drink someone's milkshake. <laughs> I drink your milkshake. <laughs> I drink it up. <laughs> that's the only Daniel Day Lewis impression I've got. That's all, that's all you need. You're such an ass. Alright. <laughs> uh, um. Okay. So now let's talk about Stranger Things season three. Now, if anyone's been following Stranger mm. Things, which I know we all have. Yeah. 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 Yep. All right. Yeah. Well, I've been following Stranger Things, <laughs> and if I watched was the first familiar, two seasons. I didn't right. watch either. But you know, well, I, was watching, I was busy watching Game of Thrones. Leave me alone. <laughs> you caught Things up. Is a good. <laughs> I read the books. Uh, good for you. <laughs> One of those. Stranger Things is a story about a group of kids who live in this town, Hawkins, where a lot of weird stuff starts happening. And then in the first season, one of their friends goes missing. And a lot of most of that season is about the seemingly futile hunt for their missing friend. People start disappearing from this town and a mysterious little girl who has abilities kind of pops up. (laughs) And then Stranger Things 2, their friend has been found and we learn a lot more, well, we learn some more about the um, the superpowered girl's background and a little more about that experiment, but everything still played really close to the chest, and we only learned so much, and then we get to see Sean Austin die. Yep. And now in season three, everyone's dealing Survive. with forever for that for forever friend zoned. Well, no, no, he was he was he, he, he went out he went out gallantly, but it's like oh man. no no in the movie he finally did get some play is the movie well not movie but the TV show, show that he finally did get play is the one he dies. Yo, how did that become a thing though? Sean Austin, I remember from like movies like Toy Soldiers and things, he was the man. Uh, Goonies never say die. Uh, Goonies is he was he the, was my bay for Goonies. Yeah, <laughs> well, he actually, looks just like his mother though. Like he looks <laughs> just, like he's cute. He looks just like his mom. Yeah, but if you made that movie now, he'd be me too. No one would make that comparison. But no, the, the scene I with, I liked his character in season two, but yeah. I also I kind of saw the writing on the wall. I'm like, oh, you're too good of a guy, Why? and 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 what's uh Hopper. I'm like Hopper's all broken and and broken and sad and she's broken and sad. They they still gonna link up. I'm like you, <laughs> I was like, but this story is as old as time. But they can't hurt your feelings because you're too good. So we gotta kill you, you so that they can they can together. jump on each other. Because if if they if they, they gotta mourn you. you, then we'll hate them because right. You're so but good. we but we can't do that to you. So we have to find a way to get rid of you so, so that they so can you link have to, up. You have to valiantly die to save everybody, and that's what you do. Yeah, I I wasn't blind to it, but am I the only one that was hoping like Bob would actually make it? Bob Sean Austin's character. He was too good to make it. No, I know he was. There were there were too many red flags because I mean, it's kind of I don't want to say it's his fault because it isn't, but like that conversation that he has with Will in the car about you just have to stand up to it, Mm. like. You know, that fear, you just have to be like, I'm not scared of you. You just got to stand up to the... Th-. And then Will 
dumbly listens to him and it gets him all messed up and like pseudo possessed. Cast a demon to the face. Yeah. <sighs> like the one time like he it's like Bob you gave great advice but not in Hawking not when there's supernatural okay. stuff happening. Yeah, you don't tell no kid to stare things down in the face and tell them no. <laughs> like, this is, this not, is his, not the place for that. It's not his fault. He's new in town. Right. And Fair I mean, he enough. paid, and he paid with his life. So there we go. So, I mean, at least, at least he went out, I guess, heroically. He did. He did. He did. Yeah, but they didn't have to give him like the one yes, of the they, worst deaths. Yes, they did because he uh, had. You happened. had to feel it. You had, you had to, to. Yeah, it. you had well, to feel it. Also, because like, he's the super good guy. Like, I, you have to understand when they're they're. There are two characters who are always going to die oh. in these kind of situations. The super good person mm-hmm. who's so selfish that they will definitely sacrifice themselves yep. for somebody. Or the giant douchebag who did something terrible and now has to make recompense. It's like in the Godzilla movie. The mom had to die because of everything she started. That movie, the, her storyline could not be complete if she didn't die. Well... Okay, yeah. to, to address that, I guess you're right about Bob, which still hurts me. But when, right. why is Billy still alive? Billy, who's introduced, Maxine's older brother, yeah. who's introduced as oh. the ultimate 80s douche. Oh, because he's the ultimate complete 80s douche. With, and, I mean, with, like, and he's like, that guy is completely racist? Complete with yeah. blonde mullet oh, but that's and pencil mustache and pension for, old mar- for older yeah. married moms. Hey, whatever. Cougars need yeah. love, too. I'm not saying they don't, but they don't have to go to teenage a-hole. Apparently they do, because yeah. he's, he's the one slanging it to him. Hawking is a dick. So, so the reason why Billy's not dead, or isn't it, is because I think he's going to get his upcomings in season three. Yeah. We'll either see. either he's going to get his comeuppance, or he is going to get some sort of redemption arc. So that's all you get. I think it'd be oh. like when you're when you're that detestable co- of character, either you have to die to make up for everything you've done, or you have to die. It's like, hey, because... I'm Billy. I'm super racist, and I hate that my my sister dates this brown guy. Up, oh, I'm going to have a redemption. No, you're you're still yeah, so, low key racist. You you pro- yeah. he got to go. He got to yeah. go. Yeah, that, so that's either... not his only fault too. I mean, he, he got also... other faults. Well, yeah. see, that's Steve, the other thing. Your other a... death is for catharsis for the audience yeah so those are your options yes yeah, cathar- well, catharsis death they spent a lot of time death. painting him as like the ultimate bad or rather the second. i mean he's definitely there's still the demons that are, that are he's kind of a real evil he's the, though he's yeah. not a supernatural like he's a he's evil that walk evil. he's a daylight he's a daylight horror yeah he's a real threat well, i was, like was kind of hoping they'd, they'd break his legs once the kids got him down with the bat <laughs> and i was really hoping just like the shins are right there just <laughs> just break so, the knees yeah so. Sweep the leg. Sweep the leg, Maxine. Hit the kneecap the on the side. Hit it on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Got the bone! Hack the bone! What'd you call it? Misery him. Oh, God. Misery oh. him. Oh. Well, she, but she broke his legs because that she wanted someone to care for. No one wants to care for Billy. Yo, hey, look, Billy can sit and spin, all right? How do you really feel, Pat? Let's talk about season three. Yes. Season three sees um, Dustin, one of the uh, the kids, the one with the missing I teeth heart, with the hat. I heart Dustin. Dustin's a Dustin. Funny. Dustin needs a win. All right. Okay. That's the curly let's talk about yes. Yeah. Let's talk about Dustin in this season. He needs a when win. We, when we meet Dustin again, che- Dustin's been away at like space camp. Is he not okay. chubby or anymore? Oh no, camp. he still is. Still he's, doesn't he, have a speed. He's less chubby. He's he's still chubby, but less chubby yeah, like, because the kids have chubby, gone. Chubby, but you can tell they've grown a little bit recently. They had they had to they had to push some years. They weren't going to stay small. The black boy has a mustache. Yeah, what is that? Have you seen the promos for this? Puberty, yes. Well, no, I I know. Yo, that this children grow. This is more than puberty. When we started this show, they were these like these cute little rascals, these little ragamuffins there the promos for this they're all like you know they're lanky teenagers. and suave i mean gangly uh lucas has like this. he's got he's got he's got his hair and like There's the twist back he's got that mustache you talking about there he, he, they all like all like wearing like slick clothes and i'm like what nah i ain't all ready for this right. you where know, my, 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 my sweet where my sweet little I want my sweet little preteens back. Yo, the kid Dustin in the show, yeah, he's got the curly hair and the hat. That's if you see him in promos, his hair's all like slicked back and such. He's uh, got all his teeth. Come on, man, well, we can't have that. Well, actually, the actual actor doesn't have like those are those are those are, um, are falsies. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes yeah. you feel a little better because he. It's like one of his soapboxes is he is the spokesperson for. 
I don't know what the name of the disease that 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 deformity that did that, mm. but he's an avid like advocator of of that and oh, talks. Of, yeah, is it like, have, what, like cleft palate? palate problems? I'm I'm not I'm not I. Because I know if you sure. have a cleft palate, you probably don't have teeth that formed. But but oh whatever but whatever it is, like he he talks, he goes on talks all the time and meets with other kids with a similar thing, and like he's very avid about living out loud with it, which is why I think in the first seasons. He doesn't often wear the falsies in the in the seasons because he wants there to be representation. Like okay. he's very yeah. he's very about that. So let that let that boy have some silky wavy hair. He doing he doing good work. What you call? Oh, I yeah. mean I'm that's just, just normal. You hit those years. That's those years where kids start experimenting with their looks. I'm not ready. I mean, I'm and not then not it. will, but the I don't want to say the hot one because that makes me sound creepy. Uh, yes, yes, it does. yes, it does. The, the one who's dating Eleven. That's Mike. Mike. Yeah, he, like, was, he was in It. He left the series yeah. uh, for a while in season two, uh, so he so could he do, do it. it. That's why they made it less about and him he was, and Eleven. He was so good in It. But anyway, he was good. He played Richie. In the, he the, the role. He, he could play a funny guy. Players. He could be a he can be a wisecrack. I mm, like it. Mm. Um, um, what's his name from The Hangover? Plays the adult version of him. Um. Right? Oh God, Jason Sudeikis. Is, that is it? It's not. No. 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 Um, Ed Helms. The adult It. No. Uh, Do the place doing the Hangover? Who is he? Oh, it's Ed Helms. Okay. Is Ed it Helms. Ed Helms? Is it Ed yeah. Helms? Oh, maybe. Because I, I was trying to figure out who plays that kid in the second half of it, like oh, the adult I've, version. I haven't seen the second half yet. They've re, it's, they've, it's not, they've shown the cast. Yeah, because like they've, uh, they've already, already released um, trailers and whatnot. But right, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll look it up and throw up the image over here, and we'll, we'll all be like, <laughs> but, but, it'll be like Charlie Day or somebody. But I'm just saying that like it'll be like Bokeem Woodbine. By the way, anybody see see that that kid was in a music video recently for um a um Wait, band name? called Ninja Sex Party? I love Ninja Sex Party. They're so in, dope. He was Wait, in videos what, 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 last year. What the kid plays Mike? Like he was in a video. But what what for, for Danny? Don't you know? <gasps> oh my God! Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, Ninja Sex Party is the best. Wait, I love Ninja. And Star Bomb. Lost. Can you let Star Bomb is also awesome. All right, so Mike has yeah. done a few of the roles. I recognize him from it. Y'all recognize him from this Ninja Sex Party video. Well, I mean, uh, he's back in this, and he's like a foot taller than the other seasons. His hair is all long and stuff. And I mean, he, he, go, he going, he going through it right now. Probably, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not ready. For, right? I'm not ready for these kids. To grow he's, up, he's evolving. Like, they touched him with a sunstone, and now he's evolving. Right. <laughs> That's what's happening. He's now a Flareon. Uh, well, how, how have their, how have the performances, um, like, come through in this? Because they do a lot of more. They do a lot more uh, stories about their maturity. Well, yes. In this, uh, in this, that's, in this. That's what season. happens with children. They well, I mean, I I've always thought that as a whole, because I'm only in like I think I'm only in the second episode of the third season, so I'm not. I'm not all the way so in it never yet. clear how long those episodes are. It's, they're, they're a small fragment of my life, but I don't want, ever want to trade them in. But I always thought that they handled the, te- the kids very well in the series as a whole. Like, none of, them, none of them seem poorly written. They actually feel like people. And, like, and, and even with all this weird stuff happening to them, and clearly with a show called Stranger Things, strange things are happening. Like, they're not... They're not overly like pompous they're not overly like delusional like they're trying to be as for lack of a better word adult in this scenario that even adults i think adults were acting more kid-like and like unaware of stuff than they were like they're like we gotta go get we gotta go get will from the from the the upside down and none of these parents like parents don't think it's real but we know it's real and like you know, like, Joyce oh, with her lights is going nuts. Yeah. Like, like, like Joyce is Joyce and Sheriff the only people who believe them. <laughs> it's like, real to me. I'm telling him he's talking from beyond the grave. A light light source code. Like that light system was some stuff though. I mean, I I appreciate it, but I always thought I I strongly do feel that they've always taken a really nice approach to letting these kids grow up in in a very realistic way. Because I think kids in TV shows, it's usually a fast track, monster of the week, lesson learned, next point, moving on. But this is a very gradual, natural progression. Mm-hmm. And I and I really like that. I think it, it brings authenticity to the universe a lot. No, I'm, right so, there, I'm right there with you. Um, one thing I did notice is I think 
they've progressed the kids, or maybe they've just gotten to be better actors, I'm not sure, but more so in this skills. season than, yeah, in season two. In season two, we they try to present more of like the kids' backstories and their interpersonal relationships, and yeah, it was good to get that insight, but like snowball, the way it was actually snowball, <laughs> snowball, snowball. <laughs> uh, because actual... it's really sad how we were all like, yes, they need to kiss. It's like you're know, like twelve. Yeah, you know they, I can't. <laughs> look, look, look. I, I, I am that person, mm -hmm. so I can't say anything. I was, I was I'm down that for person that. in real life. I was like, you know. <laughs> I'm like, you guys earned it. Go ahead, make out. Right, Go nuts. Right. Get underneath them bleaches. Get that peach knops. You deserve it. Oh. Like, like, right. like, legit, like, legit, like, every time my daughter has, like, a crush on someone, I'm like, I'm, like, ready to push her out of the way, like, no kids. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm just, like, all about her, like, experiencing, like, her young life. Careful about like, that. Yay! <laughs> That's a thin rope. I know. Oh, Careful. <laughs> Mostly because I really like who she has a crush on. Oh, okay. So, like, he's such a good boy, and I was just like, it's like, I, I agree. <laughs> I approve. Okay, yeah. so, don't edit this out so no one goes to jail. Anyway. Um, but children. the performances in season two, I thought, were a little wooden, and in this one, it felt more natural. They felt more like kids actually coming into their own and dealing with the situations I like kids do. real life, if they, because they actually more are, maybe they just had more experiences and it might be. It might be. It might be. I also saw them really leaning into like the 80s and one of the biggest parts of this was, um, I'm not sure if you've, if you've gotten there yet, when they have the, when Ale, when Elle and Maxine uh, go on the shopping spree. No, I'm not there. Okay, because it's straight out of like... Is it like montage? Like, is it... Mom, madness! Par partially. Like, there's mm -hmm. a reason they do, and they spend a little time in each store. Okay. It's like, they'll stop, and, and Elle will be like, I can choose <laughs> the clothing? No, the clothing chooses How you. How do I know what I like? You know, and, and, and <laughs> stuff, and stuff like that. That is actually a legitimate question. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. The, and then it'll be like, well, you try them on. And then they have like the, okay. the 80s fashion, the 80s fashion, different 80s fashion, different 80s power, fashion. Like power and, and then, and then they'll go And then they'll go to a different part of the mall. It's like, we can, are we allowed to? Do this, and then photo montage, photo montage, photo montage, you know and I then they go to a different part of the mall. I like that we get we get eleven season one stealing egos, giving all zero of f's yeah. to. I can can we try these on? We can we can we can choose. Well, yeah, she's rules well, yeah. Now she understands. Like society is a thing. Well, but she's I mean, come a long way since those pink dresses. You know, the yeah. style in this too. Well, I mean, it was definitely eighties, but they, it was it was it was choice. Like I, I like wish. Like the first time they're given money and like, okay, well you can get what you want. Oh, we don't know where the money comes from. No, we have no idea. As far but as far as we know, matter. they stole these damn clothes. It doesn't matter though. It's like but you're not picking like, out my clothes anymore, like, Mom. I can pick it. It's my. Well, her choice. clothes were, were picked out by by uh, by Hopper, no. uh, uh, the cop who lives in a, in in a in a, in a shack in the woods. Yeah. So oh, who's ostensibly her father at my this man, point? My man, had, my man has two styles trying. of clothes. He his work know. uniform and this and and the and the, and, the, and plaid. <laughs> his work uniform and plaid is the is the range hey, of his. Hey, some people line. have a uniform. It is. What hey, it is. he tried, and then when he didn't know what to do, he was like, "Choice, can you like help, help me dress her?" See? <laughs> See, at least he, he knew. knew. He knew who to call. He knew who to, he know. He knew when to outsource. Right, that is well, that's good management. Well, I've been good job, Hopper. I've been digging the season so far. Um. They, they, they've done a good job in really like stringing you along and knowing what you want to see and then kind of giving you a taste and then pulling it back. Okay. Like by the end of each episode, it's like, I want to see what happens next. The ones I feel have gotten shortchanged are um, Nancy and Jonathan. Okay. Because they've kind of been relegated to like their interns in this random company. You know, I'm thinking more might come of might come from their story later on well i think they got they got heavy-handed with them in two so i think they yeah. wanted to take a little break because it was like are they gonna get justice for barb all season two you think they pulled them back in and they were just like let's well, yeah i mean they i think that's why they did get justice for barb mm. So then we'll wait for this, uh, Stranger Things season four, Barb's Revenge, when she just like comes back from the right, grave. Now, you that forgot would be about some crazy me. stuff if she just came back. Like, no, I'm alive. Yeah. Where have you nah, been? Nah, no, I nah. know. Well, she'll back. still be in the but, gazelles um, in that puffy ass coat. Like, how dare you? I just want to bang flowers. Yeah, I just love how the how the fan base 
surrounded and embraced Barb. <laughs> they forgot about her once Will came back. No. Like, Barb, it's all like, it's like, oh yeah, she was back there. Too. Yeah, she'll be fine. It's like, she was, is she there? Yeah, is she alive? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, well, Will's alive? Go get him. <laughs> it's like, sorry, Barb. It's like, you could well, Barb was already dead. Yeah, I know. Anyway, <laughs> I'm liking Steve more this season. I mean, we we, we Steve, did like Steve Steve's a lot been more warming last up season. in the heart area. Steve is he was kind of like the bully guy. He's the guy and with like, the hair. Yeah. And um, Steve used to date Nancy. Steve used to date Nancy. And then Nancy did the dirty with Jonathan. Mm. Yep. Now Billy is Maxine's brother, but Billy is also this really heinous. Yeah, no, bad bro. Yeah. That's, yeah. Which He's me too candidate all day. And his sister almost hit him with that bat. Last season, I, I, I really season. wish they just like broken at least. I mean, at least get a brother. finger. At, at, least, at least get a finger. I mean, uh, right? She can't kill him, but she could. He hurts a lot of people. He hurt her. Yeah. Right? So like, it's well, terrible they, trauma. They, they've definitely they've stepped him up this season. I'm really hoping that I, I, like I'm liking Maxine more in like the brief time we've seen her this season than last season. So I'm hoping that she's the one that brings Billy down if someone's gonna bring him down because that's just like it feels like he's been abusing her behind the scenes oh, probably no, like, not yeah. even behind the scenes in legit. broad daylight but like yeah but yeah, that's, that's, that's like the family like, so she's even in real most, life you know? like a person who's that toxically mean to everyone around them mm -hmm. and yeah they're they're doing it to their family too it's not it's not oh i only do this well here. well we know I that we know too. that billy's got you know dad issues because they showed they showed hints of that in season two. So, so are you so saying that it's he a, learned abusive behavior from, and now yep, he inward. perpetuates it on everyone? It's like else. a bad. It's bad Reaganomics. It's trickling down. Yeah. Dad did it to Billy. Look, Billy's it's doing the only it to Maxine. Kind of Reaganomics that works. Works abuse. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Somehow we took it to some 80s political place, but it's Stranger Things it's season still, it's, three. It's, it's still on brand. Yeah. still on brand. Yeah, it's still depressing as well. Stranger Things I mean... season th three is on Netflix right now. And, dude, I mean, I still have a couple episodes to go. I'm hoping by the end it picks up. I'm liking what they're doing with different characters. Yo, I can't wait to see how, you know, how it pans out for now. These kids that are just, I wasn't ready for them to grow. Well, that's, wait, 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 that's, 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 that's just biology, man. That's like they were they were fighting puberty in season two, right? That's why they were such that's a why they're rush like to do season three. They're like, oh, we gotta do this now before they're all twenty. Man, nah, you, like because you, you there's lock these them up lulls. Up the vote. There's and even these, then, what you call? Because there there's like a practical thought process because there are lulls in puberty. Kids usually have two major growths first. One like right in the beginning of the preteen area, and then one like around the time when they hit like their early to mid teens. Girls is usually their early teens. Boys is usually their mid teens. And they're trying to hit, start film, they're trying to start season three before they hit that secondary growth. That wave. <laughs> like, they're like, we can't get ahead of the first one, but we can't, we gotta go. I feel like it's too popular, the though. They're gonna be doing Stranger Things season seven. Well, no, These kids are gonna, like, be, season four, be applying for boat loans and stuff. Season four, um, if, I assume they're doing that, and when they film it, they will be trying, either they're going to have to incorporate that next jump in puberty for them, mm. or they're gonna be trying to rush ahead of it. Like that, depending on what I don't know lines are going to be. It'll be a lot of good ideas then, though. It'll be like Eleven's first tour of jury duty. I always did the show. It's Stranger Things season three. Dude, I'm anxious to see where it goes. I mean, like I said, I'm only two episodes in. I mean, and I'm not, I don't think they've, I've seen enough in the first two episodes to have an idea of where I think they're going to go. But I think entering into, you know, the a third season into a potential fourth I think we need to see, we gotta see something strongly, dramatically affect the core, the core pro tags. Like, cause yeah, we've gotten, you know, Barb's gone, yeah, okay. We got, you know, Bob taking it in season two, sure. But like, the core team is still here and I think the narrative may call for a stronger loss for whatever the next bad is. I mean, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, can, can, can no that's more fair. happen to Will though? Cause I think like Will about. needs a break. Will needs a break. Will, uh, Will was in the upside down and possessed. And he needs to just so go to like Bora Bora and hang out in some clear water right. with yeah. some video games and just like not all the be video bothered. Games. Give him all the video. He, games. Yeah, I'm just going. I'm just going. MVP. Just, he he can tap out. He can right. tap out. When even in most of the first season, he had the worst time. Man. Yeah. Yeah. He need a break. He did. He did good. 
Remember you said that when you watched the rest of this. I will. All right, so we are out of time. We are way out of time, but this has been The Geek Down. I want to thank you all for joining us for another action-packed, fun-filled episode. Remind you also to check out... Oh, actually, you don't have to check them out now. We wrapped up. So Electric Sisterhood was the podcast me and my sister did for 13 years. Our last episode aired last Monday. Um, It's all still available on iTunes, so if you want to relive 13 years of sheer insanity, you're more than welcome to do that. Um... But we are rolling up a whole new network starting in the August-September time frame, so you can look out for Black Compat. All right. And Shana, join with me. It's so hot. (laughs) Also, if you heard anything on this show you want to chime in on, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. And also, as always, you can find us on social media. We're on iTunes. um, Excuse me. iTunes is not a thing anymore. But you can find us on Apple Music, Apple just search Music. for The Geek Down, or if you do, find us on SoundCloud, Geek-Down, find us on Facebook or Twitter, like and subscribe, at The Geek Down, slash The Geek Down, Instagram, all that good stuff. Or just go to geek-down.com and find our latest and greatest reviews and news and all that good stuff there. And we'll catch you all next week. Until then, be excellent to each other. Peace. <laughs>